expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened up 84 points this morning from yesterday's close at 13,550 on turnover of 3.2 billion NT. The TIEX joined other regional markets and lost ground on Wednesday following a wobbly session on Wall Street overnight as markets turned over the prospect of a possible recession. The U.S. Secretary of Transportation Pete Buttigieg is calling for Taiwan's inclusion in the International Civil Aviation Organization on the opening day of the agency's assembly in Montreal. According to Buttigieg, the U.S. believes all of international civil aviation's most important stakeholders, particularly those who would administer critical aerospace like Taiwan, should have the opportunity to participate meaningfully. Germany's Ministry for Digital and Transport, Stefan Schnorr, also called on the global aviation body to include all parties involved, saying it should include those that are not members. However, he did not mention Taiwan by name. Civil Aeronautics Administration Director General Lin Junliang is heading a delegation to Montreal this week to promote Taiwan's inclusion in the ICAO. The Central Epidemic Command Center says members of inbound tour groups will be allowed to continue traveling in Taiwan, even if other members of their group test positive for the coronavirus during their trip. However, they will need to take a rapid test and obtain a negative result every two days. The statement comes as the ban on inbound and outbound tour groups, as well as for mandatory quarantine for arriving visitors, is set to be lifted as part of a new 0 plus 7 policy on October 13th. The 0 plus 7 policy will replace the current 3 plus 4 policy, but all arrivals must observe seven days of self-conducted epidemic prevention measures and will be allowed to go outside if a test taken within the past two days returns a negative result. In international news, an Iranian drone bombing campaign targeting the bases of an Iranian Kurdish opposition group in northern Iraq has killed at least nine people and wounded 32 others. The Kurdish regional government's health ministry says the strikes Wednesday came as demonstrations continued to engulf the Islamic Republic after the death of Masa Amini, a 22-year-old Iranian Kurdish woman who was detained by the Iranian morality police. Local officials say Iran's attacks targeted Koya, some 65 kilometers east of Erbil. 
Iraq's foreign ministry and the Kurdistan regional government have condemned the strikes. And Florida's governor, Ron DeSantis, is warning that nasty days are ahead as Hurricane Ian makes landfall in the U.S. state. Forecasters said cities at the heart of the storm were facing extremely dangerous winds and rains, and officials warned it was too late to evacuate in some places. Our U.S. correspondent Kate Fisher reports. Making landfall near the city of Fort Myers just a few hours ago, Hurricane Ian has begun to pummel the state of Florida. Hurricane Ian is almost at Category 5 status. It's one of the most powerful storms to hit the U.S. for decades. And forecasters say it will create potentially deadly floods and catastrophic wind damage. More than two and a half million people are under evacuation orders and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has warned that anyone still in their home needs to stay inside. You need to be sheltering uh, in place. So even if you're not in the direct path of the storm, you need to take all tornado warnings seriously. President Joe Biden has told Floridians he will support them through the storm every step of the way. Kate Fisher, Washington. And that was the ICRT News. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday and English in the News, for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.